Hello and welcome to another podcast. K-Dog and Fish, I am Fish. I'm K-Dog. And so this is a funny story. We had our Nick Cage podcast, which is our last one. Um, and what we did on Instagram was we put a bunch of titles, yep. uh, fake titles, including the Nick Cage one. And then people could guess the, what our next one was actually going to be. And the majority of the answers were actually about Spider-Man. We put up a fake title, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home preview, what we know post-Endgame. And that actually got the most votes. So we're like, yep. well, maybe that should be our next podcast. There you go. So we're like, that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, this is episode 10. I hope you really enjoyed the Nick Cage one. We had so much fun doing that podcast. Uh, this is the K-Dog and Fish podcast. This is really our moronic ideas and views and reviews of everything pop culture, movies, TV. And of course, because we love Funko so much, we talk about Funko as well. So this podcast, because the uh, title did so well in that poll, we wanted it to be our next podcast. Mm -hmm. So we're going to kind of, the way this one's going to work is we're going to talk just basically about Spider-Man in right. general, uh, kind of like from really starting with 2002 and the Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi trilogy, where it kind of progressed to, to where we are now. Yeah. Um, with the current Spider-Man being involved in the MCU. Right. We will preview the next movie, which is coming out July 2nd. Yep. Uh, and then also talk about the amazing new Spider-Man Funko Pops that are coming out. For sure. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, we've, we're following a good system of you did lots of research. I, I did. Yeah. I did none. No, you, you did some and then you didn't bring it. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but so I did little... So this is a good a yin and a yang we got going on A little jibber-jabber. Yeah, so you do all the research, and then yeah. I just comment on it. So That's, it works, it works really well. fine with that. Yeah. While we love uh, the Spider-Man movies, I mean, really, we have to begin. The only place to begin is with the Tobey Maguire trilogy. Yeah. Uh, 2002 was the first one. It was actually the 40th anniversary for Spider-Man as a character. That's why they did it. In 2002. Right. Sam Raimi, who I extremely admire as mm -hmm. as a director. For, For those sure. of you that don't know Sam Raimi, he's the genius behind uh, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness. Actually, one of my favorites, Dark mm -hmm. Man. Yeah. That's a good movie. It's so good. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Yeah. It's really, it is literally, no pun intended, yeah. it is dark. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The one thing I love about Sam Raimi, and you can actually feel it, in Spider-Man, especially, the, I would say, the first movie, mm -hmm. is Sam Raimi has these traits. Like, you, when you're watching a movie, sometimes you can pick the director. Like, when I'm watching a movie back in the day, and I'd be like, God, this really feels like a Brian De Palma film. Yeah. Because he has this just certain shooting style. Or we actually yeah. talked about this during the Nick Cage I think we're, going, we're going back to the John Woo. Yeah, John you know? Woo. You just, yeah. you know it's a John Woo movie. Yeah. And there's just these specific traits. And Sam Raimi is very like that. Yeah. So there's always this dark tone. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say comic booky, but very... Yeah. I know where you're going. You know where I'm going. Yeah. Like if you're a Sam, if you're a film buff, you know. Okay, Sam Raimi has these traits. The other yeah. things that, like a Michael Bay thing. Yeah, you, you know, know when Michael Bay's directing. Yeah. You know, correct. You know, yeah, so yeah. they all have that feel, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the one thing too about Sam Raimi is you know it's a Sam Raimi movie because Bruce Campbell all is always in. It. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it was just always started with uh, yeah. Evil Dead, right? And Bruce Campbell was a very unknown actor at that mm -hmm. time, and Sam Raimi was a completely unknown uh, director. And Evil Dead was this cult thing and spun off into so many different things. Mm -hmm. And so they, no matter what Sam Raimi does, when Sam Raimi became a big time director, mm -hmm. uh, you always, no matter what, whether he's the star or not, something like Spider Man, right. Bruce Campbell does the cameo. Do you remember offhand his cameo in um, the original Spider Man? Wasn't he the announcer at the wrestling match? Yeah, I think he wasn't the, or, or he the was the promoter? organizer or promoter. Promoter or something like that. Yeah, yeah, at the wrestling match, which was a funny scene. Uh, and they actually included real life uh, wrestler Randy Macho Man yeah. Savage. I actually still to this day remember his wrestling name in. Spider Man. Oh, I don't Do you remember? remember? No, I barely remember the movie. Never mind. Uh, Buzzsaw. 
It was yeah. Buzzsaw. All but right. anyway, that's just... Well, Neil's going to fact check you on that one. I, sure. I, he can. Yeah. And he, uh, actually, you know what? Speaking of fact checks, on our last one, uh, the only fact check I received off of um, uh, people listening to the Nick Cage podcast was we referred to Monica Potts, mm-hmm. and it's Monica Potter. Yeah. Everything else, I think we nailed. I think we should refer to our fact checking yeah. as Neilopedia. 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 <laughs> he is literally a super. He is, is an encyclopedia and of, he, of nerd facts. Yeah, and he listens to our podcast with a pad of paper and just writes down oh, every mistake. Oh, where are they going to f up this time? <laughs> I'm going to catch it. Shout out to Neil. Appreciate yeah. you listening to the podcast. So I'm. I am actually. Hundred percent sure that uh, Randy Macho Man, uh, may he rest in peace. Yes, of course. Randy Macho Man Savage's uh, wrestling name in Spider Man was Buzzsaw. All right, but anyway, right. neither here nor there. Yeah. Back to Sam Raimi. Right, Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. uh, always does a cameo or stars, and then also, and Bruce Campbell did, I believe, in all three movies, but different different characters. Yeah, uh, always made a cameo in in the Sam Raimi uh, Spider Man trilogy. I remember the first one. I don't remember the second or the third. I can't remember the second one offhand because it's been so long. Yeah. But the third one, I think he was the maitre d' at the restaurant. And Spider-Man was like John Travolta staying alive walking down the street. And I think John, I think, and again, we can get fact checked on this. I think Bruce Campbell was the maitre d' or the... Um, That sounds right. Manager of this like snooty restaurant. Yeah, and Tobey Maguire was there having lunch with... Kirsten Dunst. Was it Kirsten Dunst or was it Michelle Phillips? Kirsten. Who played? No, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst, right? Yeah. So back to the original uh, trilogy. Again, started 2002 with Mm -hmm. just called Spider Man. Yeah. It was a massive hit. Right. Uh, This is way before the MCU. It's six years before Iron Man, Mm -hmm. uh, years before Disney purchased Marvel, uh, before Marvel Studios existed. Right. This movie just blew the box office like this is um at that time marvel had um sold off certain rights to certain studios to get movies made of comic book characters so fox owned x-men there were Mm -hmm. some x-men films before this one and but nobody's done Mm spider-man and sony owned the rights right so back then, Sony did this movie. They did a bunch of casting. They landed on Tobey Maguire. Mm. You and I have a difference of opinion. We've talked mm. about this off air. Yeah. What are your opinions about? I'm just not a Tobey Maguire fan. In I just d- in general. Why? Well, I, I just I don't know. I, I didn't really like him as Spider Man. Okay. You know. I, could, I now again saying Andrew Garfield's better. I probably not. I you think Tobey Maguire is better than Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know. I, I don't really like either of them. Now I'm the the measuring stick is mm-hmm. it's it's Tom Holland now, right? Tom so, Holland is amazing. I just Tobey yeah. Maguire. I just I don't know. I'm just not a Tobey Maguire fan. I mean, I know he's done some. I mean, I loved him in in Wonder Boys. Yeah, that, I was actually going to reference Wonder yeah, Boys. Yeah, he was great, 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 great in Wonder Boys. I know he was in Sea Biscuit. I never saw Sea Biscuit. He was. You know? Yeah, I saw it. He was the voice of Sea Biscuit, right? No. <laughs> Was the, jet the the horse didn't talk? The horse didn't talk in Sea Biscuit. No. Well, no, I'm definitely it's not. A, it's I'm, a horse racing movie about uh, the Kentucky Derby. Serious? Oh, I'm definitely not watching it now. He's the jockey. Who wants to watch a movie about a horse if it's not going to talk? I, I, you got me on that one. <laughs> well, I'm not watching that now. Uh, yeah, you're gonna go back in time and watch Sea Biscuit anyway. That, that let the air out of that. <laughs> the horse doesn't talk. Oh, uh, Toby Maguire. So he's an actual me. character in that movie. Yeah, he was the jockey. Oh. So yeah. what I liked now about Tobey Maguire, though, was uh, one, he was always sort of fit the Peter Parker build. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, I agree. Like, yeah. he's not super tall. He's yeah. not. And now there's Tom Holland. When Tom Holland's in the, you, right. he, he has that Peter Parker look to him. Yeah. Andrew I, Garfield's too tall. I felt he was too tall. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to, you know, his performances in those movies as we progress with the podcast. But just, just to back up my... I, my feeling about Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. was that Tobey Maguire fit the Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. When the mask is on, the mask is on. But yeah. I felt like he gained 25 pounds of muscle right. to do the transformation sequence. Mm-hmm. He's a decent actor. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I did not have a big of, especially the first film. 
Mm-hmm. I think I had a problem later as we get into like Spider-Man three in that Sam mm-hmm. Raimi trilogy, but I felt Tobey Maguire was good. I I don't I agree with you. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, but it's I don't think Tobey Maguire did a bad job. Okay. Yeah, I mean looking back on it, I mean I, I don't know. I think I'm just now jaded by my thoughts towards the How perfect Spider-Man. Good Tom Holland yeah. is like he, okay. That's that's fair. But I mean. Like I said, I don't remember really the the other two Spider Mans. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. I hope you guys. Well, yeah, I got the some first notes. one. I, I will give it that. I mean, he did a great job. I mean, on the first one, um, he did a good job. I lots mean, of people yeah. tried out. Yeah, uh, DiCaprio. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, Franco, who ended up becoming um, Henry o- or Osborne. 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 Yeah. Son, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, the Green Goblin. Yeah, son. Green Goblin. Son, yeah. Uh, yeah. Willem Dafoe ended up. We actually talked about this. Uh, I don't know if we brought it up in, briefly in the Nick Cage podcast, but that Nick Cage was up for that role, mm-hmm. and uh, lots of people were, and it eventually went to uh, Willem Dafoe, who mm-hmm. actually amazing Green Goblin. Oh yeah, he looks like a Green Goblin. Yeah, he his face yeah. says Green Goblin. Yeah. So I yeah, and it had the Sam Raimi darkness to it. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. I'll give it up to you. Maybe I'll watch the first one again. I'll put it on don't the list. Don't bother with the other ones, but... No, I don't even remember. The second one, wasn't the villain the Sandman the second one? No, that was the third. Was that the third one? The second one, which we get into in a minute, I'm was actually here. Alfred Molina was Doc Ock. Oh, And I actually right. liked him in that, but just to, just to cap off the first yeah, movie... I'm jumping. Like, box office-wise... Yeah, I made a crap load of money in like one day, insane. right? Insane. It actually, the first movie ever yeah. in the history of cinema... To earn a hundred million dollars in an opening weekend. Opening now weekend, that's yeah, like yeah. standard for a good film. Like Toy right. Story just had its opening weekend at one hundred and twenty million. Mm-hmm. So, but that was the first. Yeah, two thousand two. That was unheard of. Right. Right. Uh, and it went on to do four hundred and three million domestic, four hundred and eighteen million foreign for a total box office of eight hundred and twenty one million dollars. Mm, that's that, good haul. at that time it was the highest grossing movie of the year in 2002 mm. and it was all done on um a, what you would consider a mediocre superhero movie budget mm-hmm. uh today like 130 120 no 130 million dollar budget hmm. like yeah. just a massive hit so mm. when you have a hit like that you're gonna have a sequel oh yeah that's Guaranteed. just a given yeah so there was a way bigger budget for the second one, which was in 2004 mm-hmm. and it was a, a balloon to about a $200 million budget, mm-hmm. which actually in 2004 is extremely high. Right. The domestically it did less mm. 373 million domestic 410 foreign for 783 million. Now you can't call that a flop. Yeah. Uh, it's still 783 million in box office worldwide. Yeah. It was really good. But you increase your budget by seventy million, you're expecting to break a billion. You were thinking you're going to beat the eight twenty one, right? Of the first film, I felt it still had the darkness. I still, I really did like Kirsten Dunst, uh, Alfred Molina, who wasn't really ever a bad guy actor. I thought Mm -hmm. did well as Doc Ock. He actually lost uh, a bunch of weight because he was a bit of an overweight guy, Mm -hmm. and he, I read, he wanted to have that character more of like a 1950s boxer kind of build. Okay. So you're not jacked, but you're just like that old, right. old tough kind of gotcha. look. And, he, yeah, and yeah. he pulled that off on the CGI. I mean, it's, uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't that big on the second one as I was the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it definitely declined for me on the third, but I didn't not like the second movie. All right. And the third was, that was 2007. Thomas yes. Thomas Hayden Church played Sandman. I actually felt that there was too many villains. So I think yeah, that's where... Jamie Foxx in that one too? No, then you're getting into the Andrew Garfields. Oh, come on. But uh, the Research third... would have helped. <laughs> that's not... Neither yeah. here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Spider-Man 3, uh, which was 2007 now, yeah. it was just... I don't know. I... The the problem was the Sandman thing really, inc- like it it took longer to make. Right. They they really did want to bang these out every two years, and this yeah. one was another year. It was all because of the CGI of deciding to do Sandman. Right. And the balloon the budget out of control uh, to two hundred fifty eight million dollar budget. Mm-hmm. 
but it was the highest grossing movie of the trilogy. But as far as quality, mm-hmm. I thought it was not not good at all. No. I, I a lot of people, including Sam Raimi, yeah. publicly said that he couldn't stand the final product. It was just he actually really wanted to do a four mm. uh, to make up for. Spider-Man three hmm, and they had a they had a script, they had yep. everyone was like, Yeah, let's do it. And then it just got a big fight about who the bad guys were gonna be and how this air it, it just went back and forth between the studio and Sam Raimi to the point where they just said no, hmm. we're we're not gonna do it. And okay. it, but I don't know if you remember anything else about the third, but there was just there was too many no, villains. Not really. What other villain was there? Well, you had so Franco had become like the new goblin. Right. So he was fighting Sandman. He's fighting Franco as the new Green Goblin. Yeah. And then they also introduced uh, Eddie Brock and Venom hmm. in that too. And it was oh, to- right. Topher, Topher Grace. Grace. Yeah. yeah. So it was just too, too much. Hmm. And I did read too that they also had planned on splitting it into two films. Okay. But that got scrapped so hmm. sam raimi was really disappointed i think the world was yeah although it made significantly more money it did yeah. uh did it break a bill no it nothing it really wasn't at that level in those days i mean very shortly after um dark knight yeah did a billion mm-hmm. uh in 2008 but this did 890 million uh, worldwide, which is better than the first two, mm-hmm. but just quality of film. I think they tried to do too much. There were too many villains trying to introduce new um, characters because they also, I think they tried to introduce Bryce Dallas Howard as um, Gwen Stacy, or is that in the. No, no, because Emma, what's her name? Um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone was in the Andrew Garfields. Right. So yeah, they, they in the third, yeah, they tried to introduce uh, Bryce Dallas Howard as Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. They already had MJ with Kirsten Dunst. Uh, three villains. Mm-hmm. Just it was just a lot going on. A lot, and I don't think it was just done well enough. Gotcha. Gotcha. So really, kind of the Sam Raimi Tobey Maguire trilogy ends right there mm-hmm. uh, in two thousand and seven. It was kind of put on the shelf for a while. Right. And then Sony again decided to reboot. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing a Spider-Man 4 in 2012, they completely recast new director, mm-hmm. uh ironically named Mark Webb, man, mm-hmm. uh who did um the two Andrew Garfield films. Mm-hmm. Uh the first being again in 2012. And yeah, I felt Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Was he too whiny? Okay, first he was of all, super tall. Before you take a steaming <laughs> on Andrew Garfield, which I know you're going to do. <laughs> all right, let's just back up the truck for a second. Okay, and go back to. I hope you're okay with this. What's that? Just a short discussion. Okay, of how Thomas Hayden Church is a god. Thomas Hayden. Yeah, he we, is we didn't so really underrated. That. Now, taking Spider Man out of the equation. Okay, he is so funny. Well, do you know how he got yeah. Spider Man? I do not know. They loved him in uh, the one with Paul, Paul Giamatti, Sideways. Oh, Sideways, yeah. So, oh, so good in Sideways. They loved him in Sideways. Yeah. And that movie, if you've never watched Sideways, yeah. uh, it was up for a few Oscars. Yeah. Uh, both of them, Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden mm-hmm. Church, they go on this dude wine tasting uh, tour. Yeah. And it was so only funny. because yeah. Giamatti's life was in the toilet yeah. and Church was so hilarious and trying to bring him out of his funk right yeah but the hilarity that ensues on this on this trip where if you could really pitch a movie to guys like us and go hey these two dudes are going to go on a wine tasting tour yeah and that's the movie yeah we'd be like really yeah Uh, but it is so funny and so well done critically acclaimed yeah extremely yeah yeah. sideways is extremely also he's like he steals daddy's home Yes. I mean, you got... It's hard to steal that. Will Ferrell's boss. How do you steal that movie? Yeah. You literally stole it from Will Ferrell. (laughs) You know? What's that TV show that we liked on HBO? Oh, Divorce. Divorce with him and Sarah Jessica Parker. So good in Divorce. Divorce Thomas Hayden Church does not get the credit he deserves. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people watch Divorce. It's really good. Really fun. It's all him. Yeah, it's all him. He kills it. Yeah, we could get rid of Sarah Jessica Parker. We don't even need her. 
Like it literally, we just need literally. I wish it was just twenty five minutes of Thomas Hayden Church. Like seriously, but yeah, I just wanted to point that out because I just loved him. Oh, that's worth so, noting. Yeah. Also, I read to um, there's a scene. I don't know if you remember it. Uh, I remembered it sort of thinking back, reading the story. There's a moment where the Sandman like is got the 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 CGI sand right. for a fist and okay. it grows bigger and punches out like a subway pillar. Yeah. So anyway, they told uh, they told Thomas Aiden Church, uh, okay, so this one is real brick, this one is real brick, and right here in the middle, this is foam. So you're going to punch this one. Right. Great. Sam Raimi said, roll, and they hadn't switched them yet. And Thomas Aiden <laughs> Church broke three knuckles oh, punching that, that brick pillar, uh, thinking it was foam. Gotcha. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Thomas Hayden Church is really, really exceptionally funny. Yeah. I, I still remember, remember him from Wings. Wings, yeah. It's kind of, is that where he got to start? I would have to think it's I somewhere think around there. probably around there, yeah. Yeah, but really good in Wings. Everything he underrated does show. is really funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I just wanted to say. That's all right. I, no. just, I think we have to give props to the people that we, that we truly, truly like love to watch on film whenever we're talking about stuff. So now let's go back to Andrew Garfield because okay. I'm, I'm with you. Like, uh, I like Andrew Garfield. I just, again, it's, it's a weird choice. I actually can't think of anything yeah. I've ever said or I've yeah. watched with Andrew Garfield and said, yep, I'm in. I, I'm i just not. He's okay, an- like social network. Yeah, but he was a side character. Well, I know. but He was okay, but I don't, I don't know. I, right. Okay, I'll give you social network. I, I love that movie. And Andrew you don't like Garfield. Andrew Garfield? You don't like <laughs> <laughs> Only did that tone to make me yeah. laugh. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Hold on, I'm going to look right, him up. Bring his, up his I'm going to see what else he's been up to. Because I, um, I can't for the life of me think of anything all right, hold Andrew Garfield on. like just killed. Okay, let me see what he's, this guy's up to. But for Spider-Man, he's so tall. I just felt like he was a bad Peter Parker. Mm. You got to give me that. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on it. It was a little, yeah, you're right. He's not really up to much. Mm. It's not even that. We're talking about 2012. So, I mean, whatever he's up to these days. No, but I'm just, I thought he was in more roles than he's been in. That's what I thought. Uh, I guess the only other thing I really is Hacksaw Ridge that I know of. But, um, uh, he was good in that. All right. No, I'll pump the brakes on that. He was, he was really good in Hacksaw Ridge. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it, w- it was. I will agree that it was w- a weird casting. Yeah, like why you went there, and basically you went there just off of his credit from Social Network, basically. Yeah, it was right around the same time. Social Network was 2010. This 10. was 2012. So you yeah. literally, yeah, it, it's a weird casting. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So then yeah. Emma Stone was also cast uh, right. as Gwen Stacy. The two of them actually dated. Uh, oh, began. Oh, yes. Ooh, Hello. Juicy gossip. TMZ.com <laughs> right here. Juicy gossip from 2012. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> well, still, still gossip. Yeah. Uh, so they were dating, and then I guess they broke up, but right. then they had to do the sequel. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Ugh, I got to go to work that. with my ex. Oh, that bitch hates me. Uh, I did like, I'll tell you one thing I liked about that. Uh, and they, it, the the movies did not do well, so there was never a third, mm-hmm. uh, just the two. Uh, is that I loved the casting of Sally Field as Aunt May. Mm, yeah, that's good. Like you're yeah. really stepping it up. She's an Oscar winning actress. She is uh, mm-hmm. extremely talented. Yeah, I liked Sally Field as Aunt mm-hmm. May. I did not like Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. I, he actually, you know what? Although I'm not as familiar with the villain. I felt Reese Iphens as mm-hmm. the lizard right. was a cool casting choice because he's not very well known. Yeah, I like him as an actor. Yeah, we yeah. loved him in was it the replacement? Replacements. Yeah. Wiry. Hey, he goes. <laughs> if I'm you don't, wiry. Uh, if you don't know the replacements, and I'm gonna put, um, he was like a Welsh soccer player, and they convinced him to become the team's kicker. Uh, John Favreau's in that movie. Like, it's such a funny. Keanu Reeves yeah. is the star. And uh, Reese Iphens is the Welsh kicker, mm-hmm. and they're like looking at him. He's got like this little uh, beer gut, and he's. Uh, I've watched that movie Sanger, so many times. And he says, "Like he doesn't is it like he doesn't look like much yeah. or something like that?" And he goes, "I'm wildly yeah, yeah, oh, <laughs> underrated um, movie. Yeah, Hackman's in it. 
Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman is the yeah. coach. He's the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a lot. A lot of stars in the replacements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Reese Ifans yeah. was was good as this uh, villain. Mm-hmm. I had no problem with that. Uh, the new director did okay, but it was a two hundred and thirty million dollar budget to mm-hmm. reboot this franchise with Sony again. This yeah. is before um, uh, Marvel Studios and all that. Well, actually, Marvel Studios had had begun. Um, but not, uh, Spider-Man was still owned by Sony. Yeah. And it did, so $230 million budget, 262 domestic. Mm-hmm. Not good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they made up for it foreign. Of course, yeah. They still ended up doing $757 million worldwide. Yeah. But that's really, as comparing to, you know, the, the budget and box office of the Sam Raimi trilogy, mm-hmm. it's, no, you're, you, you kind of expect a reboot to kind of re- invigorate the franchise yeah but i think it was the casting i don't think Mm. the movie's that bad it's i just don't think andrew garfield was the right choice you don't buy it what do you think well what's why did this one fail i don't know there was parts of of it that i liked like i liked some of andrew garfield's timing yeah like in some of the fight scenes i remember that um but really yeah you're probably right i don't have a lot of great things to say about it again it's not something i'm gonna rewatch again yeah there's not uh, the only spider i mean we're we're gonna get to the tom holland ones yeah we'll get there like i've watched homecoming 10 times maybe 12 times uh going back to this one yeah i mean i like dennis leary actually you know because i mean uh, again going back to guys that we love dennis leary is like can do no wrong as chief you know stacy yeah yeah so i liked i like dennis leary being cast in there um, but yeah, I, I think you're right. I think there's not a lot of positivity to it. I guess you're right. And, and yeah, it's, it's on the watchability factor. Yeah. It's a one. It, you watch it once. It's, it's a oneer. Yeah. You know? And that was the same for me. I watched it mm-hmm. one time and then the sequel, mm-hmm. which I feel like they forced to go, okay, we can do better. Yeah. So then they cast Jamie Foxx as the villain, bigger, mm-hmm. bigger star. He was, right. you know, Oscar He was just coming winner. off a Ray and everything. Right? Yeah. 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 And so they did the sequel in 2014. Uh, I don't know if I actually forgot. Uh, I didn't check the budget, mm-hmm. but they uh, actually did worse in the box office. Mm-hmm. So then so it's the, the opposite first one, of what they wanted. Yeah, the, <laughs> that would be the opposite. Okay. <laughs> uh, if the first one, you're like, no, no, we can do better. The yeah. first one was kind of a flop. So then they forced the second one. No, we'll bring in Jamie Foxx. We can do better. Mm-hmm. And then you do worse in the box office. Mm-hmm. That was done. I, yeah. That was it. Did two hundred domestic uh, and seven hundred eight to worldwide. So mm-hmm. it went down in both areas. Hmm. So yeah, it was right. just they said, you know what, Andrew, thanks. Yeah, let's. Uh, this is uh, again two thousand fourteen. So let's mm-hmm. uh, let's hand this stuff over. Uh, and let's move on. So yeah, let's move on to the, the movies we should be talking about. Well, that's where the it all movie changed. We should be talking about, I guess, is what we're, we're 2015. Mm-hmm. Everything changed, right? Sony agreed to work together and bring Spider-Man back into the MCU, right? You should because the last attempt at the reboot, yeah, sucked a big bag of turds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You suck. Come over to this team. We're going to make you good again. So after uh, the huge success of Iron Man in 2008 mm-hmm. and then the uh, Ed Norton Hulk movie, mm-hmm. uh, then they were getting into Iron Man 2, mm-hmm. uh, Disney uh, bought Marvel or mm-hmm. announced it, I guess it was around August 2009, uh, $4.2 billion sale mm-hmm. uh, that was uh, uh, approved and it was official in uh, the end of December 2009. And then, of course, they bought Star Wars in 2012 for four billion. Yeah, and you you actually think about how much money four billion dollars is, but then you look at what Disney has done, or even when they said they were gonna we're gonna buy Star Wars. I, I get the Marvel right, yeah. but then when they were gonna buy Star Wars, it's like four billion dollars. But then you look, they're like, we're gonna slate. A, a new trilogy and yeah. then prequel films and blah blah mm-hmm. blah and Force Awakens comes out and it did two billion dollars. Yeah. So you literally just box office, not merch, not like like licensing. Oh, yeah. We're gonna get, uh, strike a deal uh, digital... up with Subway every time you get a cold cut combo. You're gonna get a Force Awakens <laughs> cup. Blah 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 blah. I mean, it's but just yeah, box office. You made back two half of the sale. Off of one movie. Yeah. So, I mean, Disney knew what it was doing, and what they did 
by buying Marvel and then launching Marvel Studios, mm-hmm. I mean, just insane right. genius. Like mm-hmm. uh, the where Avengers is now, uh, and they are going to do the the re-release of Endgame. They're going to become after I think next weekend mm-hmm. they will be the number one highest grossing movie ever of all time. Right. And if you look over the last ten years since Disney bought Marvel and Star Wars in the top 10 grossing movies of all time, I believe nine or eight of them right. belong yeah. to Disney through yeah. Star Wars and, and Marvel. Yeah. They knew what they, they knew what they were doing. I mean, yeah. and again, it wasn't that big of a gamble if you actually think about it. No, you know, really, it sounds like a, really, it's it not, just does when not you a gamble. say $4 billion, you know? it's no. insane amount of money. No, you weren't on a spending spree. Like literally you weren't Lindsay Lohan, you know, 10 years ago down on in Gucci. <laughs> You know, Where'd like you, you I know? like pulling that. Rock. This <laughs> literally wow. Lindsay Lohan spending spree. What yeah. Antoine Walker in uh, the <laughs> Antoine Walker? Oh yeah, he had a lot of spending sprees. Um, you know, it was a safe gamble. You know, it wasn't. You're like, listen, we're gonna do this. It's gonna cost us four billion dollars. Not a big deal. And hey, we got a ten year plan. Yeah, fifteen year plan. Yeah. Bing bang bomb. Boom 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 boom. There you go. Money back. See you later. No, Let's between see. Marvel like, that's and it. Star Wars since. They uh, yeah. purchased uh, both properties. It's yeah, it's been ten years. Yeah, it's, it, like, it's and what they're planning for the future. We got all these movies in the works. We got tens of yeah, billions. We got to give dollars. Robert Downey Jr. a billion. Not a big deal. Yeah. And then the rest <laughs> of it's just boom, 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 boom. We're good and we're laughing, right? So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, honestly, good on them, you know? Because well, you know, it was smart move on Sony's you know? part too, because the Tobey Maguire Sam Raimi trilogy did well. You guys couldn't figure out for. Uh, four, so yeah. you took a break, did a reboot that bombed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, why would you not make that money, team yeah. up, and work with Marvel and Disney and get Spider Man right. where he should be? So, then, uh, what they did, uh, so that decision was done in 2015. Mm-hmm. So, they want they knew they were going to have a new Spider Man movie, but they wanted to introduce the character. Mm-hmm. So, in 2016. Highly anticipated third Captain America movie, which is really uh, so many characters in it. It should really be part of the Avengers, I would say. Yeah, I found it a little Um, overwhelming that one, but I mean, it was massive scale, too much going on. Yeah, the Russo brothers, still a good um, movie. Captain America Civil War, right? It's a movie we're talking about in 2016. So they had to cast a new Spider Man, they went completely unknown. Mm -hmm. They went with a guy from uh, the UK Mm -hmm. named Tom Holland. And we got our first glimpse of him in 2016's Captain America Civil War and loved Mm -hmm. every second of his brief part in that movie. Right. And it really sets up uh, 2017's Spider-Man Homecoming, Mm -hmm. which great title, A, because it describes like the high school life of what uh, the new Spider-Man character is living through, but really it's a homecoming of Spider-Man, the character gotcha. in to the MCU. Oh, never thought about that. You went deep there. I did. I think, you know how I am with movie titles. So I, I saw the layers going deep. Ladies I and saw gentlemen. the, I peeled back the, the onion and that's what I found. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That just sounded creepy. Sounded creepy. That sounded just, <laughs> I should never talk in that voice. No, it just, no. All right. I will never do that. Bo- I do a full podcast with that voice. Oh, yeah. Where, it's, yeah. where you talk about Mickey Rourke or something really weird. Speaking of Mickey Rourke, I just watched uh, Iron Man 2 again. It was on Netflix. Oh, nice. I really liked Mickey Rourke as the villain in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whiplash. Yeah. Whiplash. Yeah. yeah. I really liked him. Yeah. I'm actually, yeah. I'm, I, uh, you know this, but mm-hmm. I can say on the podcast, I'm introducing my son who's seven. Uh, we watch every Star Wars movie. And now we're watching every Marvel film, mm-hmm. and we uh, the next one we are watching is Iron Man two. That's the next in the slate chronologically of uh, movies we have to watch because I'm excited to see it again. Yep. All these movies, like rewatching the first Iron Man, mm-hmm. I, I I so good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Iron Man two is the next uh, on our list to watch. It's good. I like the Iron Man too. So, anyways, uh, Tom Holland, amazing casting choice, mm-hmm. uh, complete like unknown to 
you know, big box office theater goers. So yeah, it was exactly what which we talk about. Learn yeah. from. <laughs> we talk about DC versus Marvel yeah. and the horrible decisions DC makes. And we won't go deep into it right now, yeah. but just that's where Marvel does such a great job yeah. is they found the perfect person. Yeah. They didn't try and define the next, you know, the, the superstar who already existed, who's going to be, the new Spider-Man. Yeah. They went with the perfect casting choice yeah. regardless of credits. Yeah. Tom Holland. He was literally, he was working at Big Ben and they found him. And <laughs> what was he doing at Big Ben? He was he working, was, he was working, working the, the gears. He was selling the pamphlets. The, you know, he was working oh, the, was the, tourist, the, the guide. tourist guide pamphlets at, at Big Ben. And that's, <laughs> oh, you're, you know, and they're like, that guy could be Spider-Man. That's how it happened. I don't think that's where he was working, but it's Neil fact check that. <laughs> But I'm saying, again, a no-name uh, actor. And I should say no-name actor because he was acting from before. Yeah, yeah but, but, but small I'm just saying, things in the UK. He yeah, was small not, things. Yeah. He was not a, a star. Yeah. He has ex- acting experience, but yeah. he's in zero way an A-list movie star. Yeah, he's not a Ben Affleck, you know, yeah, again. The, so Or uh, Robert Pattinson Robert, from well, Twilight. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes. I don't know, man. Yeah, I know. You don't want to talk about it. Uh, also, Tom Holland, the youngest person to be cast as Spider-Man, which is perfect because yeah, he's, he's supposed like 15, to be in high right? school. Uh, his character in Spider-Man Homecoming is 15. Yeah. In real life, he was 19 at the time. Gotcha. But he pulled it off. Right. Uh, so then Captain America Civil War, this is again where we talk about the billions of dollars that Disney spent to make uh, to, to, to acquire these franchises. Mm-hmm. It did 400 million domestic, 745 foreign, 1.15 billion for that one goddamn movie. Yeah, it's just and then sure, let's let's introduce you to this new Spider-Man. How cool was that uh, in Civil War where he had Captain America's shield? Oh yeah, yeah that's cool. Like just so cool. Did they ever and do a pop for that? If they didn't, it would be. I never saw a pop for that. Did they? Insane. That'd be an awesome pop. 2016. Tell us, comment. Uh, on this podcast and let us know if there was I, I can't think of it that'd be pimp if they did a Spider-Man crouched with yeah. the Captain America shield from Civil War yeah that'd be a really cool pop hmm. uh, and then also uh, I found funny about Captain America Civil War is we got introduced to the new Aunt May mm-hmm. and Robert Downey Jr. Uh, comments uh, as, as Tony Stark right. saying how attractive Aunt May is and it was Marissa Tomei. Right. They worked together. They actually mm-hmm. dated in the 90s. Uh, they did Chaplin. And I'll, I'll give you mad props if you can remember the other movie they did together. Oh, Only You. That is absolutely correct. 1994, there Only you, go. you. Good job, man. All right. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, they it was kind of, I don't know, an inside joke mm-hmm. that uh, they knew each other. Mm-hmm. And he's making the comments about how attractive she is when the, in real life they dated you know, before yeah. in the nineties. So hmm, cool. I thought that was cool. Also, I mean, it's about time we have a hot aunt may, I mean, no offense to Sally field. Uh, you know, if you want to get into a kinda, time machine and go back to d- Burt Reynolds, you're Sally dumping field. on Sally field. No, I'm just, you, you want to go back now. to cannonball run? Uh, uh, no smoking the Bandit. smoking the bandit. Yeah. Smoking the bandit. Oh Sally yeah. Field's she wasn't in hot. cannonball run. No, she's yeah. in smoking the bandit. That's right. Yeah. I mean, 1970s hmm. Sally field. Uh, yeah. well, it's okay. Yeah, it's not bad, but Marissa Tomei. Has, right. Yeah. So anyway, Pervert. it was really, ni- <laughs> really nice. That's a fact. Yeah. Really nice that we finally got Spider-Man back into the MCU. Right. Does the cameo in Civil War, which leads up to what I feel, and I think you will agree with me, is that it's the best Spider-Man movie ever of all time, regardless of who owned the rights. Oh yeah, for Spider-Man: sure. Homecoming in t- 2017. It ranks number two in my all-time superhero movie, right? Really? Behind, right behind original Iron Man. Wow. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And, and yeah. as of the same as uh, mm-hmm. you, I've rewatched it mm-hmm. countless times. Uh, we, we had the steel books right away. Yeah. We were like, yeah, I got to watch this again. Because we're steel book whores. We do love the steel books. Even though we'll literally pay like triple what you can get. The just, same Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Just the so book. we can have it on the shelf. What uh, you know? What else I really loved about uh, Homecoming, besides Tom Holland, like mm-hmm. really getting that opportunity to portray as the main character mm-hmm. uh, in his own film rather than just the cameo and the Avenger stuff, is uh, Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, I mean as Vulture again, huge Michael Keaton fans. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. he did so good, and it's 
it's rare to see Michael Keaton as the bad guy. Yeah. He's always like he's he's Batman. Yeah. He's um you know the What's uh, your favorite Michael Keaton role? Ever? Ever. I mean this kind of ranks right up there. Mm. I'd say Beetlejuice to be honest. Mm. I mean he's just so like out there and Yeah. It just being able to deliver. I mean, Birdman is is yeah. amazing acting in that movie. I still love Multiplicity. Yeah, but he was also so good in the other guys. Oh, the uh, the police chief yeah. who. I mean, uh, limited role, but so funny. Knew uh, kept quoting TLC. Yeah, <laughs> and the founder. Yeah, a really good movie. That was a really yeah, great really movie. If you haven't movie. seen that, you got to check that out. I mean, Michael Keaton's great. I mean, you can keep going on and on. My, right? He's been doing this for 40 Gung years. Gung-ho, Mr. Mom, Batman. Yeah. You know? Mr. Mom's pretty Clear History. Classic. Remember him in Clear History? Uh Oh, is that... Are you talking That's about the Larry, the David, Larry movie. David movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't remember Michael Keaton in that. Yeah, yeah. He plays with uh, Bill Hader. They, they're the two guys that uh, Larry David wants to blow up uh, the house with. Oh, okay. I got yeah. to rewatch that. I yeah. don't remember Michael Keaton being in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I've watched it so many times. Michael Keaton yeah. as Vulture. What I liked is that, too, they sort of... Another smart thing that Marvel does with movies is they really tie in very well. Mm -hmm. So they tied in in Spider-Man Homecoming. Really, he's the credits are rolling at the beginning. He's kind of coming home from that event. Right. And then to Michael Keaton's character, they're been signed up and they're on the cleaning crew Mm -hmm. for all the destruction from Age of Ultron. Right. uh, Avengers 2. Yeah. So... Really cool, like you know, it's something you don't think about. You know, you're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, there's a shitload of destruction here. Yeah, somebody would have to be hired to to clean this mess. And (laughs) never think about that. Yeah, you you just don't. It's just (laughs) insanity and blowing stuff up and uh, this entire like buildings collapsing. And yeah, yeah, somebody has to clean. Got paid for that? Is it Tony Stark flipping the bill for that? Yeah, I think they made a joke about referencing that but then the government comes in and kind of shuts down michael keaton which then they steal some of the technology and blah 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 Blah, 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 blah. uh i love the twist of uh, him being interested in his daughter yeah and then that reveal sort of for the homecoming dance when he goes to pick her up yeah Uh, i actually didn't see that coming either did did i you and i love movies so much where a lot of times we know the cadence of a film and the writing and we're Mm. we can predict a lot of stuff right I did not see that coming, and it really impressed me that I didn't see that coming. It was mm-hmm. very good writing. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. And also, I'll... you got a little Bokeem Woodbine in. Oh my god! But you can't go wrong. With Were we Bo-Keem making fun of him last podcast? How dare you make fun of Bokeem Woodbine? <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm Why? not gonna lie. Sorry, no offense, uh, <sighs> Bokeem. Can't believe you're going there. Actually, you know what? That's that's not true. I really enjoyed Bokeem Woodbine in the uh, Netflix Big Smalls versus Tupac docu series. Mm. Bokeem was actually pretty good in that. Nah, there's something else that I watched him in recently that I really liked him in, but now I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I don't know. I'm I'm just know. impressed he's been in the business this long. Oh, stop <laughs> crapping on Bokeem. <laughs> oh, the other thing I loved about <laughs> Spider-Man: Homecoming. You look up his filmography, and we're gonna we can debate it. But he's the only actor named Bokeem, by the way. Came up right away. Yeah, there's nobody else in the world named Bokeem Woodbine. Oh, really? Did you do research on that? I'm gonna Did go you do on. on, on I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that that is a very unique name. Maybe. Uh, yeah, you're right. He was in the oh Fargo. That's what I was thinking. The TV the TV show version? Fargo. Yeah. Oh, okay. He I see. Really, I really. He was that. really good in it. Yeah. All right. That's. I'll give you that because I haven't seen it. Yeah. He's really good in it. Bokeem is. Yeah, you're going to okay. watch that, and then you're going to come back, and you're going to apologize. I'm going to apologize. I will do an on-air apology to Bokeem Woodbine yeah. after I watch Fargo season send him a fruit two or three or whatever one it is. And- Maybe. With some <laughs> delicious jams and jellies in it, too, because you are going to regret that statement after you watch Fargo. <laughs> if I've offended any Bokeem Woodbine fans, I want to take this time to tell you that We're gonna you, get some email. you need to pick a better hero. All right. Uh, <laughs> what I also loved about homecoming was the reimagining and diversity of characters Mm -hmm. so his best friend uh ned yeah uh i can't uh jacob something jacob battalion but battalion i'm not sure we're probably pronouncing it wrong so funny hawaiian kid yeah uh really hilarious as i enjoyed uh, him his friend yeah he was good 
And two, if you remember in the original Sam Raimi trilogy, the bully Flash Thompson was uh, Joe Magnello. Mag- Maganello. Yeah. You know you're, what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're not saying that right. The giant man from Magic Mike who's banging Sofia Vergara right now. All we do is piss off and huge <laughs> men. By mispronouncing, By their, mispronouncing name, their names. If anyone can pronounce his yeah. name, his last name, first yeah. try, I will I yeah. will bow. Aquaman, we still, Aquaman's still pissed at us. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he tweeted. He tweeted at us. Get it right, hey, dicks. Hey, K-Dog and Fish. Yeah. This is how you pronounce my name. Yeah. Coming for you. The, yeah, Joe, Joe Magnello, Magnello, Magnello. I'm not even going to attempt it. But you know who I'm talking about. When he shows up here, I'll be like, he's the one who said it. Not me. <laughs> He's gonna knock Get on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounce my name right. Yeah. Uh he was the Flash Thompson in the original trilogy. Gotcha. Giant man, mm-hmm. very uh, big and mm-hmm. buff. Right. And he was your typical high school football player bully. Gotcha. So in the reimag like that's what I loved about Homecoming as well, was it was more of he was just a rich, privileged mm-hmm. dick. Gotcha. This version of Flash Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea what that actor's name is, but he was he was mm-hmm. he pulled that off where it was like, okay, yeah, the bully doesn't need to be a giant physically. Yeah, he yeah. could just be he could still do the role. Yeah, yeah. he could gotcha. still do the role. You could still be uh, instead of giant, your it's your ego yeah. and your bank account, and you're using that to right. be a bully to Peter Parker. I saw that kid in something else recently, but I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. No. Maybe I'll look that up. Oh, uh, I think Something. it was, uh, you're thinking, there, during a bunch of sporting events last year, there was a commercial for like E-Trade or something, and, and it was this kid who was flashing through all the th- ways that he should be investing, and he was like having like a panic attack about it. I think it was that kid. Oh. I don't know. Or you th- saw him in a different movie or two. I think it was a movie. But anyways, whatever. Keep going. Yeah. But I, th- I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Just how they... You know, yeah. the, the bully didn't need They're to. They're getting be. the point across, not having to stereotype the role. The bully, yeah. You're basically saying, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a lot more diversity in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, uh, even with uh, MJ. Uh, everything. It was it was really 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 cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I totally agree. So we agree then. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming was the best Spider-Man movie. Oh, by far. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was a on a budget of 175 million, which isn't too bad for a superhero movie. Uh, did 334 million domestic, yeah. uh, 545 million foreign, for a total of 880 million worldwide. I have a feeling the new one that's coming out mm-hmm. will beat that. I think it'll do a billion. Oh, I think uh, yeah, it's highly anticipated. We really so, should yeah. Um, yeah get into. Uh, the end of this podcast but Mm -hmm. before we do really the whole point of the the poll that we took for those titles was to discuss it not just the history of spider-man but preview the upcoming film the sequel to uh 2017 spider-man homecoming which is uh spider-man far from home Mm -hmm. opens in theaters july 2nd right it's i mean it was really cool how they did the trailer Mm mm-hmm and then they did another trailer after Endgame, Endgame. Yeah, after cool. people really cool got to see that. it. Yeah. And even before giving people, like now you could, now it just airs. Mm-hmm. But even then, after Endgame, Tom Holland did this little thing saying, if you haven't seen Endgame, yeah. don't watch don't this watch trailer this. Yeah. yet. Yeah. And because, you know, the world had seen it, including us, twice, right. we watched that trailer and just like, I'd never seen that before where they did a completely second trailer based on the ending of a different film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, we, we should really talk about just briefly Tom Holland in Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of just glossed over that, right? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I think that was in, be- in between, in between the Homecoming two and this. Yeah. It was sort of back to back. It was like Homecoming 2017. Right. Avengers Infinity War 18, Endgame 19. And then really this movie being 2019 as well, but coming off the heels of the plot from Endgame. Right. Yeah, and Infinity really War, cool. he didn't play a massive role really in in Infinity War. I'm I, trying to remember. Uh, it, he didn't in Endgame, Endgame. because of the, the finger snap. Right. But he was a bigger a part, bigger part in, in Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah. yeah. And it really like, it, 
if you want to define the heart of the movie mm-hmm. and his relationship with with Tony Stark, right? The end of Infinity War had people just in tears right, and right. like that. What and I think it was ad libbed. What did he say to Tony Stark as he was disappearing? He's like, I don't, I don't feel so well. And there was no, some, something something else like extent. I don't yeah. want to go or yeah, yeah. it was something like that that was extremely like uh, or I'm not ready to go. Right. It was something as he's staring into Tony Stark's face like it was that moment in Infinity War where I feel right. Tom Holland's acting. Mm-hmm. Not only are you a great Spider-Man, but that moment got to people. Yeah. Well, Tom Holland also has great timing as well like he he does like i remember when they're on the ship and he met dr strange for the first time oh yeah and he said yeah, hi yeah. i'm peter parker and he's like oh i'm dr strange and he's like oh we're using our makeup makeup name make, yeah, up <laughs> names oh i'm spider-man right <laughs> again like yeah, yeah i'm not yeah, sure yeah. if that was ad-libbed or scripted or whatever but he was showing that he's he's got that little bit of timing sarcasm like he's, yeah i i enjoy him as an as an actor I really enjoy him as, as Spider-Man. I think they nailed it. Yeah. Like, really nailed it. So, yeah. What are your thoughts uh, after watching the trailer about the upcoming movie? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm torn, you know? Really? Like, I can't wait to see it. Okay. Uh, Explain. Jake Gyllenhaal as yeah. Mysterio. Cool character. Cool character. Going to be interested to see where that goes. Um, molten lava man, I guess whatever that's going on yeah. there, that'd be interesting. Interesting to see. We'll see. Hydro man. We'll see. I just don't want it to turn on into like a like a, an Age of Ultron villain kind of idea, right? Gotcha. Or not even not even that so much as uh, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Um, where I know you're talking. You, you know about where that. I'm going with this? Where it's completely CGI. Yeah, villains. I don't like yeah. fully CGI'd villains, right? Yeah. Like I like you know I don't know, I like I like them to have like character. You know, I like yeah. the villains like Jack Nicholson back in Batman, right? Yeah. He wasn't that, it was his character that was the villain, right? Like yeah. he made it. There was no CGI, there was no nothing, just Jack Nicholas. Well, you're going back to so, the first Iron Man yeah. where, you know, him and um, Bridges. Yeah. Tony Stark and Bridges have, you know, battle it out and it's a physical person. Right. That's what you're really, you don't want an, an entity, CGI'd entity as Yeah, that's villain. my point I'm trying to make. I yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. like my, I like them to have like a real true character. Yeah. You know? Now again, the age of Ultron, I'm just, I mean, again, you know, that was, that was Spader, right? So that, that, that voice was the just, voice the was voice good. was great, you yeah. know? But having said that, I mean, I'm interested to see where it goes. I just don't want it to be too much of a CGI villain. Yeah. Um, from what I see of Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> he kind of reminds me of Megamind. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like these, these, like the Brad Pitt character yeah, in Megamind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that and I was like, that's where, that's what I initially thought. All right. You know, again, I don't know. Maybe I'm just an asshole for saying that, but I just thought no. he looked like Megamind character, the yeah. Brad Pitt character. But uh, yeah, I mean, I know Tom Holland's going to make the movie. I know yeah. Samuel Jackson's going to steal the movie. Oh, what about uh, John Favreau? John Favreau's going to steal Hogan. the movie, which yeah. we love John Favreau too. So yeah, um, yeah. no, it, it's, it's, it's going to be great. I'm just, I'm, I'm interested to see where it's going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you... As is everyone. I mean, not just... If me. you haven't watched uh, Endgame yet, then don't even listen to our podcast because we hate you. Yeah. Um, we really... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. everyone has to have seen Endgame. So yeah. we're going to... I'll put it's this so weird in here. If you haven't seen it, you know? Anyway. I've had people in the pop shop, and I've been talking to these kids, and a bunch of them haven't seen Endgame, and I'm like, well, I can't talk to you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, because I'm going to say something, you're going to be pissed at me. So, so the second trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home really kind of shows that it picks up right after Endgame and the death of Tony Stark and the loss of really what in Peter Parker's head is his is this father figure. Mm -hmm. I think I think Happy Hogan's going to kind of fill that void a little mm-hmm. we'll see how that their relationship mm-hmm. plays out but i thought i thought the trailer had good humor mm-hmm. uh both out of you know like don't you never ghost nick fury like right. when he's not right. answering nick fury's phone calls yeah or the scene with happy hogan and spider-man's uh classmates yeah and he's like i work with spider-man he's like you work for spider-man yeah. <laughs> no i don't work yeah, <laughs> and there's funny, like yeah. Sh- blowing up behind yeah. them but it's, yeah. he's like no 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 yeah. i work <laughs> yeah or the, the nick fury part where he's like bitch you've been to space yeah <laughs> you know that was pretty funny it was funny you know? so, anyway, i really enjoy yeah. samuel jackson 
Uh, so it's really, really interesting to see because I feel they will get even more viewers, Endgame viewers, going, I want that continuation. So not only are you getting Spider-Man Homecoming fans coming back for the sequel, mm-hmm. but you're just getting Marvel Endgame fans, which it, again, is going to be the second, or it will be the highest grossing film of all time worldwide. Mm-hmm. You're getting those fan base. Yeah. Maybe they wouldn't have gone to the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, but they're going to this one because it's explaining more. Mm-hmm. Those people who are left wanting more at the end of Endgame yeah. are going to go see it to get that closure or more info about Tony Stark and mm-hmm. like all of that. I, I feel like they're very smartly marketing this film to get those people to come see it as well. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel it's going to outperform mm-hmm. uh, Homecoming, and I think Far From Home will do in excess of a billion worldwide. Yeah, I could see it landing right around 1.1. Yeah. yeah. 1. I, think, 1. I think you're right. 1.1B. Well, before we end this podcast, let's talk about Funko Pops that are some we have in stock right now and yeah. some are yet to be released. Yeah. Uh, I think the coolest is the Spider-Man upgraded suit. Oh, yeah. By far. From Far From Home where he's kind of leaning against that, I want to say a building or yeah. something because they kind of I think that's one of the coolest pops of the it down. year. It's really, really yeah. cool. Yeah. What else? What other ones do you like? Uh, They got the stealth suit. You know, we don't have it yet, but uh, it's on the way. It's on the way. Uh, that one's pretty cool. There's I'm hoping Target that once the movie the comes movie. out, it'd be great if there was like a cool movie moment or something that comes out. Because oh, they we'll haven't see. really done any Spider-Man movie moments. No, there hasn't been. So we got a lot from Avengers. So they've never really done Iron Man movie moment either. Another. Uh, there's it. the one from the Collector's Core where they did the Whiplash Iron Man. Oh, oh, that's right. I don't have that. I want that. Yeah, it's a cool one. That is a cool one, actually. Uh, yeah. That would be yeah. cool to do a movie moment just depending on what's going right. to happen in this movie. You mm-hmm. know there'll be a wave two yeah. with oh, spoilers. I can't see that. Yeah. But there's like three different versions of Mysterio. There's mm-hmm. a glow-in-the-dark. There was the Hot Topic one. There's one with his helmet yeah. on, one with his helmet off. Yeah, Walmart was the... Glow-in-the-dark hands, okay. I think. Is the regular with the with the helmet on? Uh, no, the regular is with the... Sorry, Regular is with the helmet on and mm-hmm. the clouded uh, thing going right. on. That's the common. That's the common, yeah. Uh, we are getting that one. Mm-hmm. Then there's also the Molten Man and the Hydro, and yeah. each has a glow-in-the-dark version as well. Mm-hmm. We just got in stock the Hydro Man uh, glow-in-the-dark, which was a Barnes & Noble exclusive. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's just so many. Mm-hmm. There's a, There are actually a lot of pops for this movie. Right. And you can only imagine they're going to do even more once spoilers are revealed. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. And there's uh, the Happy Hogan with the check. We have that one. Yeah. And you're just really, really cool. I still like that pop because I do like Happy Hogan as a character. Yeah. So Me too. Yeah. I love yeah. I, I, Anytime, even going back, like I said, watching the original Iron Man, mm-hmm. which he directed, mm-hmm. uh, John Favreau. Um, yeah, I love that. I love that character. Mm-hmm. And just actually, he played a big part in Homecoming as well. Yeah. Because oh, he yeah. was sort yeah. of... The go-between. Yeah, the go-between. Yeah. Uh, with Absolutely. Tony Stark, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah really cool. enjoyed it. All right. So for all the your Funko Pop needs for Spider-Man Far From Home or anything else, go to kdogandfish.com. Come and visit us at our pop shop, which has been open now for a, a few weekends. We are going- We're established. Uh, I'm like, it's so much fun. And thank you for everybody who's come in the store that's listening to this podcast- Thank you so much. We're getting collectors driving from all over the place. Uh, YouTubers coming to Pop Hunt here. People who are collectors in our area in Muskoka, Ontario, coming out of the woodwork and being like, you know, so thankful that there's something like this for them here. Mm -hmm. We are just experiencing so much positive feedback. We just want to take this opportunity to thank you guys so much for coming to the store and for everybody who's going to make the trip and check it out if you're in the muskoka ontario area uh we are in bracebridge 45 manitoba street downtown as of this coming weekend uh canada day long weekend yep we are going to be open every day seven days a week seven days a week so yep. come check out the pop shop if you can't make the trip go to kdogandfish.com and see everything that we have Check to it offer out. yep 
Uh, such a great fun uh, podcast. I hope that podcast was good. I don't know. It was a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie. I've been getting a little ringing in my one ear for like the last half an hour. So I hope that worked out okay. I didn't want to mention it. I just did. So I'm not hearing it for okay. when you speak. Yeah. Okay. Then it's just a stroke. It might just be your headphones or yeah. you're having a stroke. Okay. No problem. I just wanted you to clarify that. smell burnt that. toast right now. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well. Just figured someone's having grilled cheese. <laughs> we'll, yeah. fi- we'll figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> Gonna take K-Dog to the hospital and then we'll go get a burger. <laughs> if you don't see another podcast from us, it's because K-Dog died of a stroke. Yeah. Or I'm recording from the hospital. There you go. Oh, yeah. we could do that. We could do that. Yeah. Live. Top, top Live 10 remote. hospital yeah. films. <laughs> 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 Got to go with disorderly. Oh, nice Ooh, one. A little, uh, little Patch Adams, maybe. Oh, maybe. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was disorderlies? Was that the Fat Boys in that? I think the Fat Boys were the Fat in Boys, disorderlies. Right? Yes, yeah. I, I'm glad that we brought that up. <laughs> Neil's like, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I think from now on, yeah. I really do like this idea. So we did this on the Instagram poll. That's why we did the Spider-Man podcast. Mm-hmm. But instead of like, okay, we have one planned. And then here's a bunch of titles. You have to guess which one. Mm-hmm. Instead, I think going forward, you and I have usually have four or five ideas of podcasts we want to do. Right. We'll put it on Instagram, mm-hmm. all the ones we want to do, mm-hmm. and then the winning poll yeah. highest vote getter, gotcha. we will do that podcast. Let the people, give the people what they want. Manja, manja, manja. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So sure. until next time, it's been a fun podcast. Thank you uh, so much for listening. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, which will become Apple Podcasts in the fall. You can listen to it on our website or SoundCloud. And don't forget to follow uh, K Dog and Fish on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. K Dog A N D Fish. Um, or visit the website. We appreciate you guys so much. Until next time. I am Fish. I'm Kato. And we'll see you later. See you.